Yeah, welcome to We're Doom Podcast. My name is Brandon McIntosh, and across from me is Tyler Shasma. Hello, Brandon. He is my co-host. He is a good friend. And uh, we're uh, we're here at uh, Spiky Ball Studios uh, in Delhi, Ontario, and uh, in the old podcast bunk. It's like a bug out room. What'd you call it? Is this like a panic room in the church? No, I think it's just a studio. Yeah, it's not going to protect us from anything. No, nope. we could pretend it's a bunker, right? I don't even think that door locks. It's going to protect us from pretty girls. That, gla- <laughs> that glass patio door doesn't lock. It, it does. It uh, look, it's got. Yeah, I don't know. This room doesn't really make sense that we're in right now. You can't see it, audio listeners. Thanks for listening so far. If you've been a, a long-time listener of all four or five episodes, I'm not sure how many. I've lost track already, Tyler. But if you've been listening to this podcast, just big thank you. And uh, keep listening. They'll only get better, I promise, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, just uh, keep listening, subscribe, review, all that bullshit. What's up, Brandon? Oh, um... So I've been going to the gym lately. That's something I've been trying to do. It just happens to fall in line with the new year. Just a coincidence. It's not a new year's resolution. Why, but, uh, why are you doing it? You think you're fat? Um, I'm not that fat. I'm doughy. I got spots, but I'm not. I just want to be in shape. You know, I want a good cardio. I want to be able to run fast for a long time. You know, that, that'll come in handy one day. Especially like uh, talking about the end of the world and all this. Who knows what's gonna come? And I'm just, I I need to be fast, right? Get to that food first. You yeah, know, gotta, that's smart. Gotta run. So that that was your main reason for going to the gym was <laughs> that you wanted to. I want yeah yeah number one just to be healthier yeah number two you know to train for the end of the world and uh, I need some kind of I feel like I need a soundtrack I can listen to like with really good headphones of like people chasing me. Or like a bear chasing me or something. Like a panting dog. Yeah, just, just like on the elliptical. <laughs> just like full on. Just like going. <laughs> I don't care if there's I can, a... Let's record one right now for you. <laughs> just, just, be like just, me, like, just me walking awkwardly behind you. Yeah, it sounds like a gremlin's laughing at me. It doesn't sound like a dog. <laughs> and I'm not afraid of a dog chasing so- me. Sounds like a McDonald's what? plastic straw going up and down in the lid. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, the man of many impressions. Uh, that I don't know if that would work. So you're going to the gym. What's that like? I've never gone to a gym before. I think I went once with you in uh, that's college. Uh, that's right. Uh, when I attempted to try and go to the gym in college, you came with me once. Uh, I remember you had a mohawk, <laughs> and you had like some shirt that you just ripped the sleeves off of, so you looked like you fit in in the gym, and uh, you just rid- you just rode on the elliptical backwards. <laughs> I didn't know I was going backwards. <laughs> oh, That's like the only thing I'll do if the one time that I went to a gym. But like I've been thinking lately if I do anything I would get an exercise bike. Yeah. And just pedal cuz I could pedal forever. Well, get a bike. What happened to your bike? It's you chained it up outside. I chained it up outside 2 years ago and let it get rusty. And that was real rusty. That's uh, anyone who has a bike right now is just feeling uh they they kind of hate you right now. Man, I was one of those Toronto bike nerds. Not like I wasn't an asshole about it, but when we lived in Toronto, I used to bike everywhere, and that's how I stayed in shape. And then when I moved to Hamilton, I biked everywhere because I stayed in shape. And then I moved out to fucking the middle of nowhere. I know, and you can get in really good shape if you rode a bike around here because yeah. you're going really far. But I chained it up two years ago, and I just drive everywhere now. We could find you a bike can find you a nice canadian tire mountain bike <laughs> no I, i've get, been get around i'm probably get a new bicycle soon i want to get a new bmx bicycle soon yeah see how good i can smash my teeth out again oh great yeah yeah your teeth yeah. are in for another good smash yeah. we another like let's see the 2020 version of new teeth <laughs> no if i got a bmx bike i'd take it easy but i might get a a cycle bike again to stay in shape but that's all i don't need to go to the gym man i can't stand other people watching me be an idiot it's true i i i think about it too much and i i'm I'm limited to what machines i use because i don't know how to use half of them like i've sat at a few and just like stared at it and just got up again you don't want to ask yeah i just yeah i don't know i always feel weird at the gym so yeah when i'm on the treadmill i am just pretending i'm just running through a jungle you know trying to get to a river because like there's people chasing me and have to jump 
and uh, I acted all out. Like I jumped over all like the, the the machines in the front and just like ran up and down. I tagged the guy. You know, that's what I do at the gym. I'm not allowed at the gym anymore because of this, because of my antics. That's all right. No, I can't do any of that. I don't, yeah, I'm nervous as shit at the gym. It, but it's, uh, it's weird. There's other people around you, and they're tougher than you. And uh, like the stairmaster, like I felt like I was gonna lose a leg. Like I, I, I was going fast enough. I wasn't climbing those stairs, and that just sinks below like an escalator. I thought I was gonna take my foot. It's gonna lose a leg. Yeah, don't hurt yourself at the gym, Brandon. That's a big. That's a big fear. I, I'd get a lot of money if I lose my leg at the gym. Uh, it's a. I, I don't like. Uh, I run into a lot of people with missing legs lately, and like missing arms, and it's freaking me out because it's kind of a fear I have. Like I, I used to have horrible nightmares where I have missing arms and legs and like you're you're afraid of people with missing <laughs> limbs or no, you're no. afraid it of remi- losing limbs yourself. I'm, it reminds me that something could happen to me and I could lose my arms and legs and and just you know I don't know. It's a weird fear of mine. I, uh, but uh, I don't know. I was thinking though, there's a lot of cool prosthetics now, and uh, like I haven't seen any in London, Ontario, where I'm living. No one's got a cool prosthetic there, but. You see people like the Paralympics who have the the crazy bouncy legs, you know, like the they, they're just like bend backwards and they're just kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, like, they, the technology on prosthetics is yeah, super and arms, way, yeah. and arms they can control with their mind basically. Robots, man. I'm like, I'm up for that. Robot takeover. I know, half but human, half man. If you had to lose a, a limb, though, Tyler, what uh, what limb would you lose? My pinky finger. Your pinky finger. Okay, I was going. I was thinking bigger, bigger limbs. It's still a limb. Okay. <laughs> Small branch on the tree, buddy. Okay. I guess. Uh, I guess it'll knock you out of whack a little bit. You won't be quite balanced anymore. Yeah. Ah, that's okay. You weren't ready for that answer, were you? No. My but pinky finger. I could have said my pinky toe. <laughs> but uh, you know those uh, Boston Dynamic robots they make that are like big robotic horses. Yeah, the ones that like jump and run and shit. Yeah, they're really scary. Probably like, carry rifles. They just put out a new video every month just to terrify humanity. Just like, look what these things can do now. Yeah. And they just runs up a mountain. And at the top, they just kick it over. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. See, that's when it's, that's when the uprising is going to start. But anyways. Yeah, it's going to start when you start blending that with humans. But those guys, if those guys got into the prosthetic business, you know, if I lose my legs, hell, they can take my legs. They can just mount me. <laughs> On top of one of those, just feel like a robotic centaur. Oh, if you, yeah, if you lose both <laughs> legs, that's has to be what you want. Absolutely, you got two, you got four big ass legs. You can run up mountains. Do but are flips. you in control of it, or is the robot in control of it, or is there somebody controlling the robot that you're inside? Uh, I don't know. I I'd like to control it, obviously, well, but uh, we may not be at that at that stage yet yeah I mean, your legs start doing things you don't want to do you let the robot take over taking places you don't want taking you places you don't want to go maybe i can just go in autopilot right like i'll just like run to the bar when i get drunk i'll just let this thing take me home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gps you <laughs> just home. like trotting home <laughs> self self driving legs do you think i'd be allowed in the paralympics no with, with no what if it's like a horse racing performance enhancing not even like the. Uh, they're the, not gonna the let Iron. Yeah, they're not gonna let Iron Man in the Olympics. Okay, I'm not. I'm not Iron Man. I'm just like a horse. I'm Robo You're the guy Centaur. With horse legs. I'm Robo Centaur. Robo. Okay, <laughs> I have feelings too, and uh, I want to show my ability. If there's other Robo Centaurs, I guess we could uh, work together. I'm all for fucking humanoid robot people, um, yeah. cyborgs, if you will. I guess. Cyborgs. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It would be very cyborg. Like, but I don't think you can start competing with cyborgs. You're not going to see a bunch of, like, a whole cyborg baseball team. You're not going to see that. No, but if if they create other cyborg baseball teams, then they could play each other. You yeah. wouldn't want to watch that? No, because they'd be hitting the ball ridiculously far, and it wouldn't be fun to watch. It already isn't that fun to watch because all the home runs. That's true. Ah, baseball's so much fun to watch. So. <laughs> I, uh, I know. Yeah. You're a big fan of the b-ball. Trying to get back into it this year, hopefully. Anyway, robots. You're going to be a robot person. You want me to cut your legs off? Is that what you're asking? No, no, because this is <laughs> only if I can mount myself on a robot. That's all I'm saying. 
It'll be like one of the remember that show on Spike TV, The Robot Wars. Yeah, just be your head on, on top <laughs> of a, a remote control car with a saw blade attached. Yeah, some to it. some little Asian kids if just you, controlling if you put, me. If you put me in charge, that's what we're gonna come up with. Yeah, uh, and there's a table saw upstairs, Brandon. We could cut your legs off and then put. All yeah. right, we're, we're no more cut my legs off talk. All right, you're gonna give me you nightmares. You brought it up. I'm ki- I'm kidding. You brought it up. And I just and I feel like every other movie I watch has someone's like your arm getting cut off too. It's weird. It's synchronicity. Something's gonna happen, Tyler. I'm gonna lose my arm. What are you, C three PO? We're doomed. <laughs> We're doomed. We're doomed. We already talked about C three PO. We already know how I feel about him. Wait, wait, wait. We're doomed. All right. Uh, let's get into some We're Doomed news. Uh, you you told me about a fun story. Uh, I, I want you to get into it. Oh, that donkey on the plane? They brought a donkey on a plane? No, this loser from Toronto that said he had coronavirus. Okay. You know that coronavirus that's floating around that we talked about? Yeah. So, uh, so some dink was on a plane. going from, Of course, going from Toronto to uh, Jamaica. Yeah. Montego, Montego Bay. Get away from the winter. Great yeah. times. Probably a bunch of people that only have like a week's vacation, right? Yeah, it's all they have with their families. They've been planning it all year. Yeah, going to go fly down to Jamaica. And then this this uh, up-and-coming hip-hop star, I guess, is what the news said. Yeah. Up-and-coming hip-hop star. What's his name? Patak Philip? <laughs> Philippe? Patak? F- I didn't care enough to catch his name. Fuck off, Philip. Fuck off, Philip. But, uh... He gets halfway to Jamaica and decides he's going to make a viral vi- video, right? Yes. So he An Instagram video. Stands up and says he has coronavirus, and they take that shit seriously. Yeah. Fucking give him some gloves, put him in a plastic suit, send him to the back of the plane, turn it around, ruin a flight for like 300 people. Oh, my God. Fly back to Toronto. Could you imagine that flight when that thing turned around? Like the amount of ang- asshole. The amount of angry dads who have already who are already like half drunk because they're on their way to Jamaica. They've right. had a few at the airport, having a good time, and this fucking dude gets up in his pink sweater, just like starts saying he has coronavirus for an Instagram followers. He says he has thirty thousand Instagram followers. He's gonna have even more now thanks to this shit, and we're not helping either. <laughs> we're talking about this dipshit. He got, he char- he got charged with mischief. Mischief is what they charged him with. Mischief. That's it. Of course, these mischievous Instagram people. How far are you going to go? They, should fucking, they shouldn't have turned the plane around. They should have just fucking fueled up, flew to China, ditched them <laughs> out, said deal with it. A little extreme, but like I'm sure the people would have appreciated the revenge. Hey, buddy, we're going to Jamaica. Here's a parachute. Yeah. Yeah, your career's going nowhere. Yeah, like, quit fucking coughing on, uh, <laughs> quit coughing on our doorknobs. Oh my god. Yeah, that's uh, don't do that, Philip. Like back, it used to be the, the old. Uh, uh, look, I got a bomb. I got a bomb on the plane. Now it's oh, I got the coronavirus <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> like it just changes it up. Like that's the new one now. There's snakes on the plane, there's but the snake. snakes are inside of me. That was like 2003, Tyler, when there's snakes on a plane. That's the only time. Great film. Great film. Great film. Great. Uh, it's a true t- true story, if you didn't know. Yeah. Biopic. Yeah. And it actually happened to Samuel L. Jackson. He's the one who brought it to uh, producers, and they made it into a motion film. Good job, Samuel L. Jackson. And, um, snakes on a plane. And I can't believe you had to go through that. Um, but no, that guy's a dink. Why would you do that? Why would you ruin a bunch of people's vacation for an Instagram video? Because that's what we've come to, Tyler, in our society. You just got to go big or go home, right? Get those Instagram followers. <laughs> well, everybody went home. Everyone went home. <laughs> it, it, I can't believe it. It sickens me. I, I, like People that are these Instagram It's kind of funny that like, and the pilot and them believed them. They're like, huh, like. I guess you have to. Yeah, you, you might as well. There's, there's probably a no, uh, no chances system in place. You know, no fuck around system. Yeah, once they already called the alarm, it was too late. You just had to just fucking turn around. I guess. Oh, what a dick! <laughs> what a dick! Speaking of dumb monkeys, um, uh, this story is from Florida. Always a fun place. Fun things happening. 
There's monkeys with hepatitis B virus spreading across across Florida right now. Um, Because apparently they have a monkey epidemic in Florida. I I had no idea. (laughs) Monkeys aren't native to Florida, are they? No, not at all. Not like... Like, the way they described it, it's like herpes-infected monkeys spreading across Florida. It just sounds like spring break, right? (laughs) (laughs) But it's a real thing. And I, I remember hearing about this... But I thought it was a new thing where like monkeys, like pet monkeys escaped, you know, maybe starting in the 90s and they slowly build up enough lost monkeys society that and they, and they just mate and there's an, enough to create a population of monkeys. And like that would be a fun Disney movie. Just the lost tribe of like Florida pets that have escaped or been thrown away. Just a crocodile and like a monkey, yeah. a python, <laughs> <laughs> some weird a koala. <laughs> yeah, some weird prey mantis. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a nice nice Pixar film you wrote there, Brandon. <laughs> but no, these monkeys apparently were introduced in the 1930s by scientists. Scientists at, uh, re- released these uh, macaque monkeys, which I believe are from India. I might be wrong, but uh, they released them. Because it's similar climate, they'll thrive here, and they allowed a small population to live in this state park, and uh, they they would call they would control their populations. They would like kill a few each year to control them, but like that eventually stopped. And I don't know something in the law passed or like no more killing monkeys. And uh, you know, next thing you know, these populations start blowing up. Were they like in like a monkey sanctuary or something like a monkey zoo? I don't even think so. Okay. It didn't. It didn't a really research? specify. It just said it was in the state park. So like some sort of research facility. It it could have been some kind of facility, but uh, it sounds like they just let them go in this wat in the wild, and just like all these uh, scientists just kept track of them. Well, it makes you wonder how many monkeys it, there are just out there in places where there shouldn't be monkeys. You know. I know. I've. I've had that experience myself. I swear I've seen a monkey in Toronto. And I were you walking with me that night? I swear. I was walking home when we lived in Toronto. We lived like North Toronto, kind of weird, sketchy areas. Uh, we, like, yeah, like Eglinton and Bathurst, Eglinton and Dufferin yeah, in between there. That part of Toronto. I'm walking Eglinton home. Eglinton West Station, yeah. I'm walking home with a few people. You, I have you, been you drinking. Were, you were about 300 feet ahead of me. Like you were a ways okay. ahead of me. I was behind okay. you. And, and I think you were alone, but I was drinking, and I think my uh, my an ex girlfriend was there, maybe another friend. Oh, maybe you had someone with you. I I know I was a I was behind you quite a ways. But uh, I see an animal run across the street when the claim came in. Yeah, looks like a cat. It was running all. <laughs> looks like a cat, but it was a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but it, it I thought it was a cat because it ran like a cat, but then when it stopped at the corner, it just stood straight up. And I saw it for a split second right Which under the streetlight. I know cats legs. are weird. They do. They stand up. But I, saw, I was close enough when I saw it stand up. It was just like a full monkey face. Just like these monkeys, macaque monkeys. It was a very distinct monkey. And then it kept running. And I, that's, I swear to God. We See, lived- now when you tell the story, now it's believable because I am picturing a small monkey. But when you originally told that story like seven, eight years ago... I was picturing like a chimpanzee or a baboon. <laughs> a chimpanzee. That'd be terrifying. I don't want a chimpanzee loose. <laughs> yes, turn around and run. Uh, but no, that uh, I swear to God that happened. And you know what happened in a few years from then? Uh, the Ikea monkey. Remember the lady oh, left her? Oh, right. Yeah, there's a monkey, monkey got out of the Ikea. Jeep. Yeah. So people have monkeys, okay? They escape. Oh, that didn't happen long after. You're right. See? There, people have these monkeys. They oh, escape. Yeah, there's got to be monkeys they living live in, in the f- yeah, forest areas and stuff. And yeah, they live in Florida. They have hepatitis B virus, which is, I guess, fatal to humans who don't have it, who aren't vaccinated for it. Yeah, you get vaccinated for that. That's one of the vaccinations. But it might. Uh, this might be a new pandemic. What if it mutates, and uh, now these monkeys in Florida are just biting people? Yeah, and it takes over the whole southern states. <laughs> <laughs> just starts a monkey uprising. Florida's wild, man. We can get to take a road trip there sometime. That'd be fun. I've never been. Never been? No, have you been to Florida before? I've been a few times when I was a kid. My parents took me to Disney World. That was a great time uh, that I remembered. Um, so I, I went another time. My parents wanted to uh, 
they wanted to have like a condo down there when they retired. They were thinking about that, like one of those retirement communities. So they went down to their their buddy's place. We just hung out there, and it was like real white trash, Florida, where we were. It was somewhere along the coast. I have no idea. But I would just hang out all day and like just go to the mall while they were out looking at condos. And it was just like what you picture America in like a mad magazine, right? (laughs) It's just like incredibly obese people in scooters, just like some lady with like five or six kids, two of them on leashes, and it's like every, every worst aspect of America crammed in this mall and i would like just hang out there and sit and just watch i'm like can't believe it (laughs) like i know all of america isn't like this and probably not all of florida's like this but that was my special experience of florida yeah they say that that's where uh it's all gonna go down (laughs) what underwater yeah no that it'll break off easily that's good that's gonna be the first to go it's a peninsula right i think so Parts of it. It's going to turn hands. into islands. The keys are going to go. Right. Yeah. No more uh, pina coladas. Underwater. But uh, you know what? Let's get into today's topic. Our main topic today. What is, is today's topic, Brandon? Oh, it's an explosive one, Tyler. Yeah? We're talking are about... You, uh, are you edging towards an eruption? An uh, eruption? I'm going uh, to... I'm out edging slowly, just stroking it slowly and edging. Yeah, I would just say stroke. <laughs> but uh, super volcanoes. That's what we're covering today. Super volcanoes. They're different from normal volcanoes because uh, they're super... And uh, that makes them super duper. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, these uh, these are a major threat to humanity and the Earth itself. Um, these super volcanoes are located all around the world. There's all different ones. Okay, first question. First question. What's the difference between a regular volcano and a super volcano? Um. I think it mostly the size, like your your general, like when you think of Mount St. Helens, like you remember that volcano that went off in the states in the eighties. No, remember I that? No, I don't remember that. It's like a normal size mountain, you know, and uh, the whole side of it blew off. It's like, you know, when you think of your general volcano. I was two, Brandon. You were two years old. You weren't. You didn't see that on the yeah, news. I you weren't I, watching I, it. No, I I was only in the eighties for a short period of time. <laughs> but you could see it from. <laughs> we have a thing called YouTube, and I don't what know. year was that? It was like nineteen eighty four. So I wasn't even born. <laughs> why? Why would I remember? It's a it? big event. People still talk about I it. I have heard of it. But it I is I, the largest volcanic event in North America on record. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I, I've heard you yammer on about it. So there's that one. So that one's just like your general, you know, looks like a big mountain. There's a mount, There's volcanoes like this all up the west coast. Um, well, mount Rainier off of Seattle there, that's a volcano. So there's different ones. They're mostly all dormant. Most people don't even think they're volcanoes. But a uh, super volcano is uh, like Yellowstone Park. That's where they have that. That's more, and it's not a mountain. You're expecting, you know, a super giant tall massive mountain but really it's like a sunken hole it's like a crater because oh. uh when it's gone off before it is so massive all the surrounding mountains literally just fall in and sink in so oh, it's so this, uh, a super volcano's already gone off yeah it's, uh, it goes off several times like the one in yellowstone uh, at least three like scientists have recorded at least three major eruptions in the last two million years and it has smaller eruptions. Uh, I think the last one was about 70,000 years where it spewed up a whole bunch of lava. Actual lava comes out of it. Actual lava. But the size of Yellowstone is massive, like the whole park. So it's not... Th- think of like the size of one volcano is one mountain. Think of, a, think of a whole ring of that all the way around. And like that whole whole middle, that whole thing. So like the volcanoes have, uh, I think they're called mantles. So like they have tubes that go deep down into the earth and have these huge cauldrons of like molten lava. And that's where it, like when these explosions happen, it's just like changes in the earth and earthquakes and, you know, things are shifting and magma will slowly rise to the surface at different levels for different reasons. And sometimes it just explodes, you know, enough builds up and you get an explosion. Pressure. Of pressure, right. So uh, super volcanoes have these too. 
but the chamber is absolutely massive like the uh, the Yellowstone one I think uh, I got numbers I got numbers here <laughs> it's like 40,000 I think 40,000 square miles is that's the size of it underground like that covers entire states 40,000 miles square miles yeah just whole, this huge lava chamber and that and they say right the chamber yeah so it's it, it sounds so dun, demonic like most of it is solidified all the way down it's only at the very lowest part where it's hot but it it's every two every year it rises 2 inches which isn't anything but they say certain events can accelerate this uh, magma and start melting like all of the uh the rock above it which is like faster and faster rates uh depending on what happens and uh, everyone's afraid, you know, like, oh, these, they think it's on some kind of clock, like they go off every 100,000 years, like on the dot. But really, they don't really know what causes it or why they go off. It could be like uh, other traumatic events on the Earth, like getting hit by asteroids or, you know, extreme climate change or, I don't know, make it, like switching of the poles, the magnetic poles. Like, who knows what causes these huge eruptions? But uh, the last one was, I think, 640,000 years ago. The a little bit ago. A little while ago, yeah. A while ago. The pe- uh, yeah, people, I guess, were pretty... S- they're living in the Stone Age, for sure. Probably shook or some less. things up. Yeah, absolutely. Probably fucked some things up. Yeah, for the whole world. Because, uh, uh, yeah, these volcanoes are a big deal when they go off. Like, <laughs> it's not just the explosion itself. It's all the... Uh, well, the ash and material throws up into the atmosphere. Well, it's a, it's a giant change of the Earth, right? Absolutely, the yeah. Earth is changing, like something huge, like a huge thing happens. Yeah, there's a there's one there's a location in northern Sumatra, which is like in the Philippines and in Indonesia area, and uh, it's this huge lake. But that's what it used to be. It used to be a super volcano, and I guess that went off seventy four thousand years ago. And that was enough to plunge the Earth like ten degrees. It dropped ten degrees, put it into another ice age. The entire Earth. Yeah, it wiped out seventy percent of the human population, wow. which was in the like hundreds of thousands at that point. Like it was pretty low, but it that knocked us down to like nothing, like fifty thousand. Just knocked a bunch of people out. Yeah, like fucked up the whole Earth. Back to, yeah, like plants stopped growing, animals died off. Like it was, you know, they made it hard to survive really quickly. Like a huge change in temperature uh, across the entire planet, because the the atmosphere is just covered in ash. The sun sunlight can't get through. Oh first. yeah, that's a huge problem like too. For hundreds, isn't it? hundreds, even thousands of years, depending on how bad it is. Right, like we see little volcanoes go off. Um, little volcanoes go off. They're huge still. Yeah. They're <laughs> huge. They're still huge. Like there was one that a couple of years ago that stopped all those flights out of like England and stuff. Yeah, it was in Iceland. Yeah, it was in Iceland. Was the actual eruption? Oh yeah, that's enough. You don't want to fly through that. All the all the debris and stuff gets stuck in the engines and the propellers. And so if one of these super volcanoes goes off, we're all doomed. Yeah, we're all there's, fucked. yeah, there won't be any air flight. We won't be able to fly planes and that. Like, and uh, it's gonna shift like the whole Earth and temperature. It's gonna, so. There's gonna be acid rain everywhere. Oh, All great. this shit they're putting in the atmosphere is gonna come down in the form of acid rain. That's gonna be wonderful. Everything's just gonna start melting away. So now, are people thinking, um, the scientists and the researchers and whatnot, are they thinking because it's been so long since these have happened? Yeah, you're talking six hundred thousand million years. Right? Yeah. They it think it's prob- uh, probably going to happen again soon. Then no, you know it's uh, you can say that about any of them really, like because you don't you're not really sure. You can't predict it. You can't can't predict it. You can't you, know? go, you can't put a, like a big fucking meter stick in there and be like, oh, it's going to go soon. No, until in like when it starts making major changes, especially these volcanoes, there's enough evidence that it's happening. And uh, like I don't know how long you have from when it starts till to when when it blows. Like but, from when you start knowing about it, but it could just fucking decide. Big pressure build up. Here we go today, right? Yeah, yeah, right. It could if just decided. Yeah, there's <laughs> been scares before. Like they get thousands of uh, earthquakes every year, but that's normal for the area. But I remember there, there's a, they had a scare that because all the bison were leaving the area in they're Yellowstone. All, yeah, they're all like 
running as fast as they can to get out of Yellowstone. And they're like, they're worried. They're like, the animals know. <laughs> the super volcano's gonna blow up. But oh, uh, it's a good <laughs> fucking sign. You see the animals hightailing yeah. it. So that one's a gamble. We uh, that's not a big worry. But if it does go off, then it's a huge worry. Uh, not no one's surviving. Not many. You know, people with shelter, people who have those bunkers and stuff underground. You know, if you if you if you can pull that off, you're the one surviving. There might be pockets of people on the earth. You have some way of surviving that are already probably people that are already living off the earth and know how to survive in crazy conditions. They're going to be the ones that survive. But all us, all us dopes here up in <laughs> out here in our podcast studios and stuff, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're going down. And we're going to go down like with the weird side effects, not like the natural. We're not going to get hit with any lava. No, not likely. That's not going to hit us. But we're going to get, like, <coughs> stupid acid rain and dumb fog clouds that turn the inside out and shit. <laughs> and you can't breathe <coughs> in the fucking air and all this garbage, you know? Yeah, we're just, we're just going to suffocate. Suffocate. Yeah, we're going to run out of oxygen and die. But uh, there's there's lots of great movies, though, about volcanoes. And they all came out in the 90s. I don't know why. Was there a lot of like volcano research going on in the 90s? I think so. Maybe Mount St. Helens because it blew up in the 80s. You know, they got some more research. Right. Looked into it, started writing scripts. But uh, you remember, it was Volcano and Dante's Peak. Those came out, I believe, in the same year or a year apart. Those are two different movies? Two different movies, both about volcanoes. There's one. I don't. I've seen Dante's Peak maybe years ago. Yeah, that yeah, that's the one where it's kind of like Mount St. Helens. You know, it's a mountain community, and uh, Richard Bronson or not Richard Bronson, what's his name? It's uh, he he's James Bond. Richard Branson. <laughs> Richard Branson. <laughs> that's uh, that's an old actor. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. That's his name. Pierce Brosnan. Also very British sounding. He's but he's he, in yeah. um, Mrs. Doubtfire. He was also yeah. He's also. I think in the same year or close to it, he's in GoldenEye. So I think he was coming off fresh from GoldenEye because he still had that kind of James Bond attitude in this volcano movie. Like he just showed up like this badass <laughs> volcano researcher. We're so doomed. Just telling people what to do. We're so doomed. Well, We're talking about this terrible stuff and then we always make time to go. Let's talk about the movies <laughs> that were about this. Oh, yeah, because like how accurate is it? I feel like this one's more accurate than the volcano Volcano was just like L.A. blowing up. Did they try to stop it in either of those movies? Like, how do you fucking stop a volcano? Yeah. Well, Volcano, yeah, they treated it like it's a supervillain. And, like, it was just rising up from the earth to, like, vanquish humans. And, like, they had ideas of ways to prevent it and, like, divert it. And, they yeah, they treated it like it was a giant entity. But Dante's Peak was more like, this thing's going to blow up. Get out of here. Then it blows up. And then they're all fucked, and then they have to escape. Yeah. And uh, I just, I, I remember vague scenes of that movie. I remember like their grandma had to jump out of the water and pull their boat as she's like boiling in the lake. As I don't know, maybe uh, it sounds like it was, was the lake just heating up. Yeah, yeah, it was just like burning and it was like sulfur because it was close to the where the volcano was. Yeah, so, so it starts melting the boat. So she, the grandma, gets out and just drags the boat to the. She's like, oh god! And then you just have to watch poor grandma die. It's like she sacrificed herself, and Pierce Brosman just he doesn't care. He's just like, come on, keep running. It's like follow James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> James Bond never dies, all right? So just stick with him. I guess I didn't think about that a lot, that before the volcano even erupts, everything around it's going to, like, the earth is heating up, like, the lakes are heating up, like you said. Yeah. And the trees are catching fire from yeah, the Yeah, places inside that out. have, like, uh, hot springs and stuff, uh, those are just going to, yeah, boil up. No. One, you know, where you, you get all those, like, people that go on vacation to go sit in hot springs. Those are suddenly just going to, the heat's going to get cranked mm -hmm. up one day. And they're just ah, going to be like, oh, fuck, you cooked grandma. Yeah, yeah. You just cook all these old tourists. <laughs> Whole bus full of old ladies just scorched. Yeah. They burn up quick. And then, yeah, it causes landslides. Um, just a, a wall of ash. Like, depending on which direction it blows up, like a whole wall of ash will just... That's what the... And that's going to create a wall of forest fires and oh, yeah. just... 
absolute fiery mayhem. Like, that's the thing is, underneath this earth, that cold, nice, dark soil that you like to put your toes in. Yeah. Just keep going deeper, and it's fucking hot enough to kill you. Yeah. That's so scary. And volcanoes, man. Like, the soil around volcanoes, it's, like, super healthy, and there's stuff you can grow there you can't grow anywhere oh, else. Oh, yeah, I have heard that before. All kinds of spices and, like, coffee you grow on, like, the edge of volcanoes. Have you ever been to a volcano? Yeah, yeah. You do traveling. I haven't been out much, but I've never been. Uh, I, w- I went to New, Z- New Zealand and Bali, went to volcanoes in both places. Uh, New Z- New Zealand was like, you know, tons of volcanoes. They just look like big mountains because they're fairly dormant looking. And uh, there's areas with like hot springs and like these big, huge lakes. They're essentially just boiling and they're like crazy colors because there's, you know, weird like sulfur and like iron, like in the rock and stuff. And uh, so you just take this boardwalk all the way along. But there's just like little guardrails that's all that's stopping you it's like so it's so crazy like you just trip and you're gone you're just you fall in one of these hot holes of water you're just, just a hot hole you're boiled just boiled up a like a potato <laughs> don't fall in the hot holes stay away from the hot holes like there's just kids running around like i was like i was nervous walking around myself and like people are letting their little toddlers run around here run around the hot holes Man, like, that's crazy. It's a tourist destination to go to these places that could absolutely fuck everyone up if they decide to go. There's uh, Lake Taupo in New Zealand. Visited there, too. That's another super volcano. Yeah. Like, how, how much money are you paying to get into one of these places? Into one of these, like, vo- yeah. like hot spring areas? Yeah. Probably, like, $25 yeah, a person. Yeah, like, 25 bucks to get in. They're making money off this place. And they just making, blow up one they're day. They're making money off the fucking earth. That's how fucking doomed we are. This is a place <laughs> that could kill us. It's very... There's hot holes everywhere. Let's make twenty five fucking dollars. Well, they just it's it's just the going towards like keeping the area safe and protected, so turds just don't go in and boil themselves alive because they're just running over a corner of a of a, of a hill and they just trip and now they're just hot potato. Yeah, just find yourself fucking neck deep in a hot hole. <laughs> but when we went to Bali, that was a very active volcano. And we stayed in a town right next to it. And that was every every morning you just wake up, you walk outside, and it's just this looming giant volcano. And it was so scary, and there's smoke coming out of it every day. And I remember asking people living there, I'm like, aren't you, like, does that thing go off? He's like, yeah, yes. He's like, it's active right now. It could go off at any time. I'm like, what? Are you, are you guys nervous? He's like, oh, not really. Everyone's just super chill. But, like, definitely in blast region. <laughs> and uh, two weeks after I left, it's it started spewing lava. Big big chunks of lava started coming down the side of it. Didn't you tell me a story about uh, them like cooking like vegetables and chicken in the hot holes? <laughs> in the hot holes, yeah, New Zealand. We visited a Maori village. Uh, it's, these people have lived here a long time. They still have uh, like New Zealand. New Zealand's amazing compared to Canada. Like they really treat their native like indigenous people with respect. And they include them, <laughs> like it's true. Like they, they res- compared to everywhere else. Where they they everywhere. Yeah, everyone. yeah. They're they're a part of everything. They're part of the government, and they have free will to do what they want. And they have this village set up, and you're allowed to come. And they do cool Maori dances. But yeah, they got these hot holes, <laughs> these uh, vents of boiling water, and uh, they cook their food in it. They'll throw like just whatever. Throw like a pig. And just like boil it, you know, just like flash. And there's different holes are hotter than other ones, <laughs> so they have, so they just have like vegetables in this hole, put the pork in this hole, and you know, like uh, they can take a bath in this hole, and it's crazy. And that's how they live. And like there's all these houses that were like the holes just like came up through the ground and just devoured a house. Yeah, you just happen to... that hot tub you didn't want. Build your house over a hot hole. <laughs> you get a good couple months where you can open a chicken restaurant, but then it's going to suck up your whole it's fucking gonna be, house. Yeah, it's going to be too steamy. It's just going to... All the wood's going to warp. It's not going to work out. <laughs> you don't want to be building over top of the hot holes. <laughs> but uh, there's one more volcano movie I want to talk about because... Uh, it's a 1990, so it just edged its way into being a 90 movie, but it's definitely an 80s movie. Uh, it's Spirit, for sure. Uh, starring Tom Hanks, Joe versus the Volcano. Have you seen that one? No. This one? I haven't seen it since I was a kid, 
So I have vague like recollections of what it really was, but it was ridiculous. It doesn't even ring any bells. No. It, I don't think I don't know why it would. I uh, I fancy myself a Tom Hanks fan. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to t- explain the movie. Uh he's a he's a guy, he doesn't like working at his job. He works in a some kind of factory and uh he thinks he's sick. He knows something's wrong with his head, so he sees all these doctors and they can't find anything wrong with them. So he, he goes to this really weird doctor who uh, someone recommends, and he says he got a brain cloud. You know, Tyler, a brain cloud? I've had a few. Brain cloud. So uh, it's, uh, did you know they're fatal? So he tells Tom Hanks, this brain cloud is going to kill you within four to six months. So now Tom Hanks, he, he doesn't know what to do. He, he doesn't care anymore. He quits his job. But then he gets approached by some eccentric billionaire, <laughs> some some evil corporate guy who says, uh, if you go to this island and sacrifice yourself to these people, because they need one person to sacrifice to the volcano, like volu- who's willing to volunteer one time a year so they can do their tradition. He says if he can do that, his company could get in there and like exploit the precious minerals from the island. <laughs> If he sacrifices himself? Yeah. If he's like, you know, but he's like, I'm going to give you like, you know, months of like whatever you want to do, like unlimited, like access to anything. You can do anything for like three months. And then you got to jump in the volcano. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, Joe agrees because Joe's got a brain cloud, right? There's nothing to live for anymore anymore (laughs) with the brain cloud. A brain cloud or a brain clot? No. Like a blood clot in no, the like brain. No, like a cloud in the sky, Tyler. Because this is what a doctor said in the movie. Like a cloudy brain? Like a cloudy brain. Like when you forget your wallet? Yeah, but it's fatal. It's going to kill him. So he go. So he's going to have a good time. Yeah, but uh, while he's having a good time, he meets a lady. Of course. And uh, he uh, falls in love with her, and she comes with him to the island, and they they get into all kinds of antics and stuff, as as you do in an 80s movie. Right, they're making their way there to meet the tribe, so he can volunteer himself to throw himself in the volcano, and uh, the girl com- tries to convince him not to do it. So you don't think he's gonna do it, but then they just both do it. They both jump in the volcano. Oh, they sacrifice themselves. Yes, yes. But at the same time, the volcano erupts, and they it launches them into the ocean where they survive, <laughs> where they're in the water, like together. Well, why'd you ruin the ending for me? I was gonna go home and watch it. You were gonna, yeah. The whole movie's I still on. Am. Yeah, the whole movie's on YouTube. By the way, the whole full movie, uh, ridiculous though. And by the way, the head cloud. He, the woman, just happens to know the doctor, and uh, uh. she, he, he's setting him up, but doesn't explain why. Well, so I'm that's gonna, Joe versus check. the volcano. Great movie. I'm gonna check it out. Um, just. Just to see Tom Hanks, really. That's me remembering what I saw when I was like nine years old. I sure. think I did a good job. I'm sure, it's accurate. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh fuck! I wouldn't want to live near a volcano, and apparently these super volcanoes are gonna fuck us up anyway. Yeah, they're no they're, matter where we live. No matter where you are, it could, you could be right next to it or uh, on the other side of the world. It's gonna it's gonna fuck you up one way or another. So uh, what are you gonna do about it? Huh? What are you gonna do? Um, what are you gonna do about it? I don't know. Don't they have like uh, those microwave suits you can get? Microwave suits? Yeah, like they're made out of what I would assume the inside of a microwave's made <laughs> out of. <laughs> How do you think a microwave works? <laughs> well, it's really hot. So explain. Explain. No, I want to hear it right now. <laughs> How does a microwave work? <laughs> I don't know. It's a box, and then you press buttons. I don't know. I didn't use one for years because they scare me. And I but think why they're do bad they sc- for you. Why do they scare you, though? Because I don't know. <laughs> so, I know- don't know what's making it on. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just put press, and it's magic. It's your, so you're afraid of magic. It's, it's, <laughs> it's sorcery. Magic. Yeah. It's a sorcery box that'll heat up your hot pockets. Yeah, you just you press the numbers and then it makes it hot. It makes no sense to me. Okay, so a suit made of that <laughs> yeah. is going to protect us from a volcano. <laughs> you go inside of it. I don't know. 
they have suit like there's volcano researchers that have yeah, suits. Yeah, they have those like crazy thick aluminum. They look like aluminum suits, but it's protect them from the heat. But <laughs> I don't think that's going to protect us from like a like a blast or not. We're going to be surviving the aftermath with the sky getting blocked out. All right, you're going to want like an oxygen gas mask and so a gas mask and an oxygen tank. So that's a that's when you really need a like a, a an awesome bunker to to live in for a while cuz you don't know how long that sky is going to be covered. And uh yeah, I guess oxygen tanks, that's what I'm going to do about it. Get oxygen tanks. Get oxygen tanks. Live underground. Underground oxygen tanks. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to have to do an episode where we both talk about our dream bunker and really go through what we're going to have in there. Like, if we had, like, an unlimited fund, we just, like, do whatever we want. Like, if some billionaire approached us and said we had to jump into a volcano. Build your bunker. Are you uh, giving me homework now? Are you giving me homework? But uh, would you do it though? Like my homework like, should be to figure out how a fucking microwave works. <laughs> that should, yeah. By next episode, I want you to explain to everyone how a <laughs> microwave works. <laughs> we have to know. Okay. Are you gonna read? Can you read from the extraterrestrial book today? Because I'm out of water and I'm bunging out. I might go grab some water while you flip to a page. Okay. Okay. I'll be right absolutely. Back. So this is a, this is a. A great segment we do here. The Field Guide to Extraterrestrials. This is a book I got as a child full of uh, every alien and bizarre creature ever spotted in the world by this person or that person from anywhere in the world. So it's chock full of fun aliens and doodads and boogeymen and whatever you want to call them. So I'm just going to flip to a random page and ooh, this guy, this guy, we got, uh, he's giant. This guy is gigantic. This guy was spotted May 29th, 1986 in Santa Rosa, Argentina. This guy is about eight feet tall, okay? So he is pretty giant, but he's not like a, a big, thick guy. He's real slender. He's got real thin arms that he's kind of holding up with three real thin fingers. He's wearing kind of a hood, and all you can see is like two slits of an eye. And he's wearing like... Uh, so it looks like a cannonball uh, as a necklace, some kind of weird orb. And of course, like any humanoid alien, he's got his uh, equipment belt with all kinds of doodads and gadgets. All right, let me see this beast. So Tyler, is this, a, is this description accurate? <laughs> look, at this, look at this person. <laughs> Flavor Flav. <laughs> yeah, it looks some kind of weird orb or definitely a clock around the neck. Yeah. And it's wearing like a Batman utility belt with long, long spider fingers. Like it looks like it could be a member of the Avengers, <laughs> some from some weird dimension. Yeah. So it's a giant humanoid. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll read you, this are you story. Read the encounter. Yeah. It's a quick. It's a quick story. This one. Yeah. It's a quick encounter. So eight feet tall. Eight feet tall. Wow. This is a tall person. Very tall. Cool utility belt. So dogs barking and a loud buzzing noise outside the house awoke the 28-year-old Flores, who on opening his bedroom window saw an object hovering above the treetops. Turning around, he noticed two beings standing at his bedroom door. Oh, so they were already in the house. The beings were about eight feet tall and had long, thin hands, each of which had only three fingers. The middle one being the longest, you know, the bird as they call it. <laughs> flipped him to bird? <laughs> so, yeah. Each one ho had only three fingers, the middle one being the longest for some reason. Obviously, they flipped the bird. Their faces were expressionless since they lacked a nose, mouth, or ears. Their eyes were small and dark. Flores could not see their legs as they were obscured by the bed. Well, so he's just laying in bed. He got these two tall, strange dudes with no face. Like, what are you going to do? What the hell? So the beings wore tight-fitting silvery overalls, a belt from which hung accessories, and a necklace with a large medallion. Like, these guys just dress to impress, right? When they're yeah. coming to abduct people, they're wearing their vests. Like, unless they have some, like, purpose. Yeah, maybe it's like that's their spaceship is around there. It could. Maybe that orb just helps you, you know, hypnotize the person you're abducting. Big, it's a big hypno clock. Yeah, he's got a crazy utility belt. Like, there must be some important uses on that. Like, a, 
Like a laser gun? I don't know what this guy's up to. The beings gesticulated con just Ah, who can't read now, dickhead? <laughs> this is a new one. The beings gesticulated constantly, but Flores understood nothing of their meaning. Then, as suddenly as they appeared, the beings vanished. Flores immediately went outside and saw a ball-shaped object heading south. He then left for the police station to report the incident. Flores claims that his face peeled after the contact. <laughs> He's got a, he got a sunburn after talking to these weird people. Interesting. Interesting. His parents and friends also noticed a change in his personality. Flores, the extrovert, had become a worrying introvert. Yeah, he came across, uh, I don't know, looked like a real tall person going to a rave, possibly. Uh, it is 1986, so it could be some dance party. Yeah. You know, tor- tall people, they always get uh, they always get made fun of and, uh, you know, pointed at for being tall. And, uh, They're sometimes useful, it, though, tall people. They can yeah. play in the NBA and grab things off the top shelf. But it didn't seem like, yeah, I don't think these were actual tall people because they were, they were skinny. Like he said, there's they had no face. I think they were just lost because they were just like waving around their arms or trying to talk to him. So maybe they were interdimensional. Yeah. They were just trying to get around. They stopped this guy. Jump dimensions. <laughs> what was the name of that one again? The name of it? Yeah, it was the name of the alien. Long Hands. There's an old Long Hands. O- old Long Hands. Old three-finger Long Hands. Somebody get this guy a basketball. <laughs> Maybe that's why they were there. They're just looking for the park, right? Uh, uh, was that Michael Jordan Bugs Bunny movie? Space Jam? Yeah. <laughs> looking for... 80s Space Jam. Yeah. Before before Jordan's time. Jordan's just coming into the NBA. I don't know anything about basketball. That's all right. So, uh, yeah, that's the field guide to extraterrestrials. Tyler, I think we had a good episode here. Uh, we warned the people about volcanoes. Uh, and, and we also educated the people about hot holes. About hot holes. How to cook a nice pork tenderloin. Yeah, you could cook your food in the hot holes, but don't fall in the hot holes or you will cook yourself. Stay away from the hot holes. Absolutely. Stay away from the hot holes. Thanks, Brandon.